Hey y'all, and welcome to the Bloom Wildly Live Simply podcast. My name is Morgan Bartell, and I'm so glad that you're here. On this podcast, I share my passion for all things motherhood, marriage, homemaking, homeschooling, and biblical womanhood, and all the things in between. My prayer is that when you listen to this podcast, that you feel encouraged and inspired to cultivate your own heart and home to pursue the goodness of God in all that you do. Happy January 84th, y'all. I'm just kidding. It is the end of January. And if you are like me, this month has felt like it has gone on forever. I blame ours on the fact that we were rotating sickness. I came home from visiting family during the holidays with a cold, got sick, then it got passed to the baby, then it got passed to my husband, then it got passed to our oldest, and then back to me. So I'm just saying I bookended the month and we are moving on to February, happy, healthy, and whole. <laughs> but we all still have a little bit of a cough, but I have found that throughout this last month, I need a challenge. I need something to help get my complaining and my nagging and put it to bay because there is just no reason for me to have an attitude of ungratitude, to have any kind of just nasty remarks towards those within my own home or towards the Lord, or just people in general. I am committing to 30 days of no nagging, of attempting and giving my all <laughs> to not complain, and to give all of my complaints and any of those issues that may arise, any of those offenses, and to pass them over to the Lord. So I have created a printable, as I love to do, because your girl is very type A, and I needed something tangible to hold to look at, to print off, and to keep myself accountable. But before we jump into this no nagging challenge, I wanted to invite you guys to join along. So oftentimes when we hear of the Bible verses that contain the word nagging, we often hear those verses about the nagging wife and how hard her husband's life is because of her constant complaining. But I wanted to create a challenge that didn't just completely tailor itself to married women. I know that in my relationships that are not with my spouse, I still complain, I still nag, and I still need to get that under control. So I created a no more nagging challenge that works for any stage in any season of life. And it's really honestly just a mindset shift. It's a mindset shift to keep our eyes, our focus, and everything on the Lord, on the Holy Scriptures, and to pursue his goodness in our thoughts and his goodness in our interactions with each other. I do wish that I was making this no more nagging challenge from the position of that wife, mother, daughter, and friend who does not struggle with this, but that's not the reality. I feel like every single day there is something that pops up. There is something that I'm presented with that gives me the opportunity to nag. And oftentimes I will find an excuse to nag under the disguise of being productive. I'll be like, no, I'm just being productive. Just making sure everyone's on the same page. When really, if I'm completely honest with myself, I err a little bit more towards the side of nagging than delegating. If that makes sense, life is tough sometimes. It is. The to-do list is never ending. By the time we get it done, there's more to be added to it. And so I know that I need to keep my heart and my mind in check. And by doing that, it only comes through prayer and supplication and resting on what God's word says about an issue. And this is how we combat a nagging lifestyle. 
as I got started putting this printable together, I knew that I wanted to get the definition of nagging. I know that we hear the term. I know that we know what complaining means, but to truly nag, it means to persistently annoy or find fault with someone. And this is something that I can say that I have struggled with with my husband, whether it's, hey, babe, would you mind doing the dishes? Would you load the dishwasher for me? A couple hours goes by, babe, I thought I told you to load the dishwasher. A couple more hours go by, fine, I'll just do it myself. I do that without taking into consideration the fact that he has things that he has already previously committed to, things that he is balancing in our lives, and things in time that are already called for. And I'm over here complaining like you should have dropped everything and done what I said when I said it. And that is just not cool. That is not a marriage relationship. That is a dictatorship. And so, yes, we do help one another out. Yes, we run our household in a way that honors the Lord. But I never want to live our lives together as a married couple, finding fault with him in everything that he does. And this goes for friendships too. I know that there are seasons of our lives where we lean closer to our friends. We lean on them for more things. We ask for help with more. And it's easy. It is easy to constantly remind them, be like, hey, we need to do this. Hey, I told you to do this. Why haven't we done this? That is still technically a form of finding fault. And so this is an area for us to exercise grace. Another definition of nagging is causing continual or recurring worry or anxiety, and then causing continual or recurring pain or discomfort. We have all been on the receiving end of being nagged to, of being complained about, and it does not feel good. It doesn't. So like I said, the only way that we can combat having a nagging lifestyle is to rest and rely on God's word to lay all of our motives and our desires and our to-do lists down and to just get guidance from the Lord on this. We can sit there and make a list of do this, don't do this. You can find a million different reasons, but if we don't have the scriptures as to why we need a heart change in these areas of communication, we will never find true lasting transformation. There are six key motivators within this no more nagging challenge. And I wanted to go over all six of them. I'm not going to elaborate too much on these, but these are six motivators as to why pursuing a no more nagging lifestyle is to pursue a lifestyle that glorifies the Lord. Number one, we serve as if unto the Lord in everything that we do. Colossians three verses 23 through 24 says, whatever you do, do it from the heart as something done for the Lord and not for people, knowing that you will receive the reward of an inheritance from the Lord. You serve the Lord Christ. When we serve another person, whether it be our friends, whether it be volunteering in church, whether it be our spouse, our children, we are serving as unto the Lord. We should always pursue everything as an act of service to the kingdom of God. Number two is to speak life in every situation. Proverbs 18 verse 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruits. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, y'all. This comes through whether we are complaining about a situation or whether we are speaking life about a situation. How we respond to a situation matters. Number three, don't criticize or complain. First Peter 4, 9, be hospitable to one another without complaining. 
Are we hospitable to the people that we share close quarters with? Are we hospitable to those who we share our homes and our lives with? We're often hospitable to people that we invite in, but to those that we actually are doing life with, sun up to sun down, are we showing that same kind of hospitality? Number four is to be kind even when we are frustrated. First Corinthians 13, the love chapter, y'all, it will call us out on everything that we need in terms of how we view those closest to us. First Corinthians 13, four, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy, is not boastful, and it is not conceited. The very first part of first Corinthians 13, four is love is patient. Love is patient. And then love is kind. When we are frustrated, it can be so easy to give people a piece of our mind to give some attitude, to have a few clapbacks that we're giving out. But it is a gift and it is a sign of spiritual maturity to be kind in our responses when frustrations begin to mount. Number five, assume the best about others. If we pop down just a little bit more in 1 Corinthians 13 in verse 7, we will see that love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. We ought to be viewing people through the lens of Christ, especially those in our close sphere that we do life with, and we ought to assume the best about them. I think we have to remember that no matter what area we are choosing to really focus on during this No More Nagging Challenge, that we know deep down in our core, this is not about us. This is about dying to self. This is about becoming a living example, a living epistle of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Number six is choose to not be offended. Proverbs 1911, a person's insight gives him patience and his virtue is to overlook an offense. I find I complain the most when I feel offended. The moment I feel like someone else has offended me, I want to complain about why they offended me. What offends you reveals you. So when I am offended, instead of getting mad at somebody else, it is up to me to pull back the reins a little bit and not to run wild and to ask the Lord, why am I offended by this? Is there an area of my life that I need healing in? Is there an area of my life that I need repentance in? Lord, guide me and show me what is leading me to these feelings of offense. If Jesus came to serve, we are here to serve. If we call ourselves Christians, we are little Christs. We are called to serve like the Lord, and we have such an opportunity to do so. But here's a few things to consider before we wrap up our podcast today. Understand that you do not have control over anyone but yourself. We cannot, we should not, and we don't need to even bother with trying to control another person. The only person we are responsible to control is ourself. And that includes our responses. That includes our heart posture. That includes whether we nag or don't nag. If you want to see things differently, you need to change how you are looking and thinking about various scenarios and situations. There are so many areas that we can bring into submission to the heartbeat of Christ by simply worshiping and having an attitude of gratitude. Be willing to be flexible. We cannot insist that a task or a request be done according to our own schedules. The world does not revolve around us. 
People have lives. So if we ask for help, whether that be through friends, whether that be through church volunteers, whether that be through our spouse or our children, we also have to keep in mind that they have lives. They have things going on too. And if they are willing to help us out with something, we need to make sure we are flexible as to when that gets taken care of. If they are willing to shoulder the load of something that we needed the burden lifted by, y'all, we ought to just be grateful shut our mouths. And when it happens, be gracious, be gracious. That's all I'm going to say. Be gracious. Avoid criticizing the way someone does the task that you ask them to help with. As long as someone has the heart to help, we ought to be able to allow them to help without criticizing how they chose to do so. The heart of a helper is the heartbeat of Jesus. Just remember that. So the moment that we want to criticize how someone has helped, we are criticizing the heart of Christ. I know that might seem like a stretch, but in my mind, it's not. It's not. The Lord came to serve, not to be served. And so if he served us, why would we complain with the way he served us? Why would we do that? We are to look at people the way that God created them to be, in his likeness, in his image. So let's not criticize the way someone is willing to help us, the way someone is willing to serve us. Because when we ask for help, we're honestly asking someone to serve us in that moment. This no more nagging challenge can kick off whenever you want. It's not dated, anything like that. It's simply a 30 day challenge. I will be kicking it off on February 1st and carrying it through until March 1st. If you would like to join me on this no more nagging challenge, just go to bloomwildlylivesimply.com, click on printables, and you will be able to download it directly right there. If you have any questions or anything, please feel free to reach out. I am always available to help. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Bloom Wildly Live Simply podcast. Again, my name is Morgan Bartell, and I want to invite you to join me over on my socials. You can find me over on Instagram at, at Morgan Bartell. And if you're looking for a good weekly devotional, I invite you to visit bloomwildlylivesimply.com to sign up for my weekly Devo. You will receive a 10 minute or less devotional sent straight to your inbox every single Thursday morning. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. I'll talk to you guys next week.